This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. Today we're going to talk about pair programming but talk about the bad parts of pair programming. So we want to talk about anti-patterns of pair programming and uh, we also want to talk about when is it not uh, useful to apply pair programming. Right? So let's dive in anti-patterns of pair programming. Cool. So uh, just to elaborate uh, anti-patterns are uh, ineffective ways of pairing. So so you're pairing but you're not doing it well. So that's what we mean by anti-patterns. And so one of the first uh, anti-pattern is uh, uh, is a dynamic between an expert and a junior person pairing. Uh, and so again, like we said in the last episode, this expert could be an expert in a particular technology or in a particular project, and so not necessarily years of experience. But uh, in when when it's these kind of people pairing, uh, the expert or the more experienced person. Uh, might end up just dictating and not really sharing context uh, and and not being very collaborative and so that's an anti pattern because then you're really losing out on the benefits of uh, pairing uh, it's also very common for uh, junior people to feel that they shouldn't ask questions either because they're they don't feel safe asking questions and they feel fearful uh, of asking questions or they think that they're going to slow the other person down and that's the worst thing that you could do because then you're just sitting together and you're actually losing out on all these benefits that we talked about and uh, and that's not really what you want to do so uh, these are some of the things that you need to watch out for cool and then uh, some other pat- anti patterns of pair programming are when uh, one person ends up uh, uh, hogging the hogging control Uh, for for too much, so we call it uh, keyboard hogging. So uh, this is one person wanting to be uh, the driver all the time and not giving the uh, opportunity enough opportunity for the other person to drive. Uh, so when that happens, uh, it uh, it then you know starts uh, you you then start losing the other person's contribution. Uh, because the, the dynamic with pair programming is that uh, the drivers and 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 driver and navigator needs to switch places at some interval maybe once in once in an hour once in once in 30 minutes at some fre- frequency like that a switch has to happen uh, for both of them to actually start wearing different hats and if 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 any one of them wear the same hat for far too long then you lose the lose a perspective and and lose the ability to add um, that kind of value and so the opposite of keyboard ha- hogging uh, is is passive pairing so the culprit could be the person who's uh, taking too much control of the keyboard or the p- culprit could be the person who is not willing to take uh, enough control of the keyboard and so uh i am a passive pair and i'm i'm being ineffective as a pair if i am just sitting behind may not be physically but not taking the driver seat uh, enough so that's passive pairing and that has the same uh, negative impact that i am not adding enough value um, there's also um, a lot of distractions around in the world and so um, 
<clears throat> so it's easy to get distracted by your phone by emails but even just work related stuff right that you have to do elsewhere so someone calls you Uh, because they need some help with their story or uh, or you find some other conversation uh, interesting conversation going on and you get distracted uh, and so uh, if that happens far too often that uh, might also render the pairing relationship ineffective because you're not able to bring your contributions to the work that you're doing and uh, um, the other other thing that is related to being distracted is uh is being too en- engrossed in our own conversations as as a pair we call it the philosophical pair meaning these are two people who are so engrossed in in debates and uh, that and they are enjoying the debates and discussions so much then that uh, the, the point of the whole thing becomes the discussions and the debates so instead of making progress on code and you using your discussions to move your code forward you're getting lost in the discussions itself so so that's a philosophical pair and um you have to be you want to be wary of uh, of being that type of pair as well yeah usually when this happens there's someone else in the team who calls it out and and quickly corrects them and that's the that's the way to handle a lot of these situations uh there's also um the tendency uh for someone to be an absent pair and this typically happens when uh, someone like a tech lead is pairing because uh, there are other things that need their attention they have some meetings to attend with the client or uh, some planning activity to do with the pm and the ba and so they say in the morning that they're going to pair but then they are absent all day because they're doing something else and that means that uh, the their pair is just working alone and not getting any inputs from from these people uh, and so so that's the absent pair right another anti pattern to watch out for is a pair affinity so this is a particular pair of people uh, sticking to each other for uh, far too long or far too frequently so this is a, a pair who who keeps coming back together as a pair after some rotations uh, far too often um and uh, the downside of this really is that uh, is that they are not taking enough opportunity to pair with others in the team so uh, pair affinity usually happens when actually you know both of us feel that we are very effective as a pair and that is a good thing by itself there's nothing bad uh, in it uh, but the but the loss here is that uh, i'm missing out on the opportunity to to pair with others uh, to pair on other parts of the code base to learn from others and and to be challenged in in being able to figure out how to work effectively with other people as well yeah i think the other part to that is uh, when you spend too much time with one person then you start thinking alike and then you lose the different perspectives that you're going to get uh, through pairing uh, so both of you have started thinking alike then you're not really uh, bringing anything new to the game and so that's the other downside of pair affinity um and then sometimes uh you know while we said that pairing helps uh, keep accountability in the team and maintain discipline in the team about dev practices about writing clean code uh, but sometimes uh, uh, both the partners in a pair um might actually decide to hey you know what let's cut a corner here or let's take a shortcut there and and if they are not holding each other accountable then that's another smell so they might do all the rest of the functional work quite well but uh, 
but might not hold each other accountable in terms of practices and discipline right so those are uh, those are some anti patterns to watch out for uh, if you want to see some of these anti patterns in action uh, search for uh, a video called anti patterns in pairing uh, on youtube uh, you'll find a video created by some thought workers uh, that 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 we worked with uh, as a spoof on on pairing so uh, that's a fun video to watch so so try and uh, try and look for it uh but like akshay was saying uh, the important thing to uh, understand is that pairing has can bring a lot of different kinds of benefits and we've spent like 40 50 minutes over the past few episodes talking about all of those benefits but pairing not done well is a crime right i mean you know it is such a great thing that can bring so many types of benefits to the individual to the team to the to the software you building and to the to the client to, to everyone uh, so when you have that opportunity of of pairing and gaining in so many ways uh, don't uh, you know don't don't lose out on 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 building those benefits by falling into some of these traps these are very human mistakes to make so it's it's very human to be distracted it's very human to feel like i will continue working with this one person who i work well with and so it is understandable how you know we fall into those traps but it's useful to know these traps and then help each other within your pair to to stay away from it and help others within your team uh to stay away from it just awareness of of some of these uh, anti patterns and knowing the names uh, might be useful way to to avoid some of them to start with yep uh, and then lastly we want to cover a uh, few situations when uh, pairing might not be required or might not be the best thing to do uh, and so uh, the way we think about it uh, you know we we counted out uh, we enumerated the benefits of pairing in terms of uh, four different um uh, four different areas so we said that there are benefits in terms of quality in terms of learning in terms of teamwork and in terms of productivity and so while um we always want to be productive we always want to write good quality software uh, and and we always want to learn and work as a team now there are some situations where um uh, pairing might be an overkill uh, and and those situations are really uh, rare so uh, you know when you're doing some repetitive work when you're doing uh, like some manual build script thing that you have to do that the team has done 20000 times and like there's nothing new to learn there it's just that someone has to do it uh, those those are the kind of things where you don't need to pair you can just do it by yourself and and you'll be fine and the team won't lose out on anything because uh, you've done that by yourself the other um, example where uh, pairing may not be necessary is when you don't care about the quality of the code that you are writing uh, so that can be for example uh, true when when you are doing a spike when you just want to do a quick experiment to prove uh, that something works or something does not work and you might write some code in trying to uh, make that proof but uh, but you know that uh, you you'll just learn a little bit about how that thing works and then actually start writing production code as a separate uh, activity as a separate story so in in those kinds of spikes uh, which generally you know are are pretty small they are half day or one day type of activities 
so in those kind of spikes it's okay to not pair because you don't care about the quality of the code that is being written uh the other reason other other place where you don't care so much about internal quality of code is when you are uh, writing something you're writing some some code where uh, where it is just very straightforward there isn't any uh, low level code des code uh, design decisions to make there there isn't any uh, yeah any anything interesting uh, that is going to happen or change in the code as a result of that so it could be you know things like uh, small bug fixes you know ui ui tweaks stuff like that which doesn't change the code in a big way or there is no basically design decisions to make uh, in a, in a big way so in those cases it might be uh, an overkill to pair and and you could instead uh, split up <coughs> for uh, for uh, the other p person in the pair to do other work yeah just uh, quickly going back to spikes for a bit um, one of the patterns that we've seen is uh, people doing research on their own and then coming back to share findings so typically when you're doing a spike you're maybe uh, spiking out a couple of different approaches uh, so instead of checking whether one thing works or not you're trying out a couple of things and you want to contrast how they work and which one is the best way to go and so um, people inherently research in a different way and so there's no use in you pairing when you're researching because the way i search something on google and and the way i find information is different from the way you would find information but uh, after we've done our bits uh, it is good to come back and then uh, talk about the benefits and uh, disadvantages of one approach over the other and so that's one pattern that we've seen when people are doing spikes all right so uh, that's uh, that's a wrap we've talked about anti patterns in pair programming let's be aware of them and we've also talked about talked about some cases they happen quite rarely where uh, where it is not necessary to pair and so be watchful of 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 that as well cool then that's a wrap of our pair programming series as well uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, uh, hope to see you again on another episode of practicing xp bye bye